What's up, After Buzzers, and welcome to the Time After Time After Show. We're talking about episode five, Picture Fades, and we have a very special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Join this French. <laughs> so this is from Levian Rose. Um, I'm, my French pronunciation is probably horrible, but it's a really cool movie. And this is well, the actual real singer. Um, so I recommend it, guys. Oh, you said Lavi. What? What time? It's Levian Rose. Levian Rose. Yeah. Oh. I'm just bringing it together. Uh, you know, I took Spanish and Japanese. French I took is French, so that's why I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, what's up, guys? Welcome to the after show for Time After Time. We're talking about episode five called Picture Fades. My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And my awesome co-host to my left. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a very special guest today. Yes, we have Jonathan Milik, who plays Nick on the show. Welcome, welcome. Guys. So how are you doing this evening? Because you're on the East Coast, so a little later for you. I'm good. It's it's a little later. It's foggy and cold, but, you know. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> well, I mean, mainly on the show, you're inside a lot. So, I mean, you don't have to deal with weather much. I am. I am. Um, I look tough, but I'm delicate on the inside. So Aww. The, well, the were... inside helps. Oh, yeah. Well, you mentioned you have a cat, so, you know, got to be a soft seed to have a cat. He may make a cameo somewhere around here <laughs> or attack me randomly. That happens. Yes. So um, if you guys watch this episode, Nick is, uh, he was in the last, you were in the out last episode as well, briefly, right? You beat yeah. John Stevenson's ass, which was yes. kind of awesome. I was. I was. That was, uh, that was fun to shoot. Um, John took it well. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. The, the flashing lights and everything. It was, it was a lot of fun. Now, how much of your own stunts do you do? Pretty much everything in there. Nice. Uh, but we had a really good stunt coordinator and, um, you know, just kept it all safe and cool looking. Um, and, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. There's one there's one part, but um, it's later on, so you guys will just have to guess which part I have a little help with. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, you do look in peak physical condition. What is What kind of is your uh, <laughs> routine to stay fit like that? Because, I mean, you got the shirtless when she's examin when Brooke's examining you. And, and we all, as females, thank you. Just... And the gentlemen out there. You know, yeah, some, but, yeah. And most of them gentlemen will thank you for that. Just thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, all that aggression you see, it's because I was hungry. Oh, okay. Oh, you were hangry? <laughs> that, that's about it. <laughs> it's just hangry, a hangry moment. Yeah hangry is exactly what it is it's a it's a it's a very special technique i don't recommend it mm. but it was good no i, I uh, yeah I, I i try to take care of myself i like i like working out i like um eating mostly healthy mm-hmm. <laughs> eating i like that's true i like eating that uh, that that's true for sure hey everybody does you know food's good stuff it's <laughs> amazing now um is it fun? How fun is it to be in those physical scenes and do kind of action, and in addition to that, kind of be in this bad guy? Oh, it's a, it's a blast. Um, everyone you're working with is really cool, but um, but you have you know have the scene roughed out, and um, and then you just get to go to town. I mean, it's a lot of fun, and then seeing it after, um, that was really happy how it came out. Nice. It was so funny. Somebody in the chat, I even says you gave him Beauty and the Beast flashbacks. 
It's great. Which I think is awesome. I think it's an awesome reference. Um, Now, with this, um, how did you actually, that's a good question. Um, How did you get on to Time After Time? Like, what brought you to this show? So, when I auditioned for it, it was actually for that first episode. It was, um, I was actually, I wasn't even Nick. I was the pale man. Oh, the pale man. I was really tan when I auditioned for it. I love the beach. So I was like, I was like, well, you know, um, and they wrote it into a bigger part. I think I'm listed in the first episode as the pale man still. Mm. And then they, they wrote it into Nick and, um, and let me do a little more fun stuff as it went on. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this episode was a lot of fun kind of getting a little more in the experimentation of what they're doing to you and everything. Do you, uh, without being too spoilery, do we get any more backstory on Nick as the show goes on? Well, trying to think of what I can say. <laughs> Keep in mind, you know, the show is, um, it, the really cool thing about the show is it's bringing all of H.G. Wells' stories to life. Yes. So, that said, I don't think I'm oh. saying too much. You know, I have an idea. Kind of. She does, and I'm still trying to catch up. Genetic engineering in them. Yes, we've talked about that a little bit, and I'm a H.G. Wells fan, so I've read quite a few of the books. Um, actually, that's another question too. Have you read any H.G. Wells books? A long time ago, um, but I never got it. When I got this, it was just such a quick thing, going like a whirlwind going into. So, um, so I didn't get a chance to read them again, and mm. it's been on my back burner, I guess. Which one is your favorite one? I only read um, I only read the Time Machine. Okay. But it, like I said, it was a long time ago. Sure. Um, okay. Just clarification. Earlier, they were talking about Beauty and the Beast, the CW show. Oh. Uh, uh, well, that actually makes a lot of sense, though. So sure. Um, so this episode, we start off. We have Jack and Henry. Uh, but we get Jack very standoffish. I mean, Henry's very standoffish to Jack. Oh, we kind of refer to John as Jack. We go um, back and forth. Yeah, a little bit back and forth. <laughs> Just so you know, Jonathan, that you're like, wait, who are you talking about? Um, but yeah, we have Henry's very, he's like, my father abandoned my mother. But it was a fun little question and answer where Jack's trying to find out if his son has that killer instinct. I know he was just, it was like baiting him, basically. Mm-hmm. He was trying to bait, see if like he had it in him. Yeah. And I, I like how Henry said, I wrote it down because I was going to forget. Um, reject the darkness? Yeah, we, we either reject the darkness or let it destroy us. Mm. And, like, that's, like, that can actually just show you kind of, like, basically how different his son was from him. Yeah. Like, he embraced the darkness. John embraced it in himself. And now his son's like, I don't embrace it because why should I? So, Jonathan, has Nick embraced the darkness? Nick is Nick has embraced the darkness. I think the cool thing about this episode with that was, I, there's this idea, you know, whenever you're even in acting, you want to, you know, you, you you're portraying a character, so you can't really judge them. But I think it's summed up with everyone was a kid, everyone was someone's child once, and it's cool seeing how his kid turned out to be this hero, mm-hmm. the same, similar genetics, everything. And, and he turned out a different way because of life's turns, because mm-hmm. of decisions he made over the year, years. So um, so Nick's made some decisions over the years. He's had some experiences, and uh, and then he's been given all this power, and he's using it in a little uh, hard <laughs> way. <laughs> I was curious. Did, like, Nick, 
like join or did he sign up to be an experiment or was well, he like cool horse in brooks way they don't go into it but um but but uh but brooks kind of like my creator you know uh my life before was different Mm-hmm. so if you had super strength jonathan what would you do with it the strength well, of six men <laughs> no right I, I'm like around five, but if I had six, <laughs> I don't know what I would do different. Um, I do like, it's a good feeling being strong. Um, yeah, would, seven would probably go to my head. Six is six is normal, but seven, six you can live a normal life. Seven, it's the dark side. Mm. Robin Banks and, uh, you, know. <laughs> you know. I would hope I'd be I was thinking that. like Mr. Incredible yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ivan in our chat room uh, assumes Nick is maybe a former prisoner. Also, I, think, I was thinking army. Yeah, I have a military background. Um, so violence isn't unfamiliar to me. But um, but I don't think I was ever in prison. Um, I think some things happened, and then, uh, and then from there, maybe I was hurt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Brooke really just gave me a new life. What branch of the military? Um, Marines. That, yeah, uh, I see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Casket fan in our chat room says, if I had this, that strength, I would become a superhero. That's so you, the thing. You become a hero or a villain, you right? know? Uh, it happens anytime someone gets a lot of power. Yeah. Uh, then with uh, Jack and Henry, they're all chatting. HG shows up, and they have the fun little name drop of War of the World. I know. It's just like, was just dropping... It was awesome. Like maybe like that's where he gets the idea too from that moment. Yeah, he's like, that's how I get my name for it. Uh, they kind of argue about interfering with time or not, and like how you could change it. Um, is there any moment, Jonathan, in your life, if you could use a time machine to go back and change, what would you change? You know, right, right after, or even for years after, there's things that would change. But then, after like five years or ten years go by, you're like that really hard time kind of brought me to here, and I mm. wouldn't be here if that didn't happen. I really think I wouldn't change a thing. I, there's so many things that it would be easier if I changed. Trust me, I'm decision making is not my strong suit, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, in the end, that's I mean, it's just all ripples that that leads to something. So true. Yeah, immediately after stuff, I'm like I would change it, but down the road. It's a good point. Kind of time gives clarity. But what I yeah. found interesting about what they did was like, you know how John tried to stop Henry, but in yeah. a way it made it seem like it was meant to happen that way as well. It's very Macbethian. Like it's he was like, it was and... meant, he was meant not to get on the truck, but mm-hmm. he was meant to go to the cafe. Yep. So everything kind of worked his own self out the way it was supposed to, which is really weird when the whole point was to stop mm-hmm. it anyway. I was going to say, speak of Shakespeare, of it's the story of Macbeth and trying to stop something, you inadvertently make it happen. So they shouldn't have tried so hard. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, cause their destiny. Um, we have Jane doing the research and Griffin. So uh, I, Nick has had some encounters with Griffin. He had the meeting. Um, what is your stance, Jonathan, on Griffin in the show? Well, I'm all right with him because Brooke's all right with him, but there's always that line. If he crosses her, mm-hmm. Brooke's my girl. <laughs> Which I feel like some for some reason we're going to hit that. It's going to be that moment where brother against sister and Nick's going to come out and just... Right? And, and if it did, I mean, uh, I mean, it's all about Brooke. 
It's all about Brooke. I mean, uh, but she, you know, they're close now and he's working. But sometimes he has these little reservations that makes me a little uncomfortable as Nick. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping my eye on him. Yeah. Um, but then they have the conversation with Griffin and Jane and the, yeah, you don't put someone in danger that you love and mentions that H.G. is going to have to leave eventually, which we discussed that on our last episode of the show, that moment of he's going to have to leave sometime. Are you rooting for Jane and H.G. to be together as a just as a viewer? Yeah, in this, in this episode, <laughs> too, they were so cute together. I, I couldn't, yeah, especially watching that. I, I didn't see that scene in person, mm-hmm. but watching it last night, I, I mean, there was, I was like, aw. Yeah, we're so, like, we love Jill's. They're just so awesome. Yeah. Can't help but. Now, how much cute. interaction do you have with the rest of the cast and crew? Because, I mean, you have your scenes, obviously, but is there, during filming, was there ever hanging out after? Or do villains and the heroes stay apart? <laughs> <laughs> they were very welcoming, despite my violent tendencies. Okay. Um, everyone was really cool. Brooke, um, John, Jack, Josh, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and HG. We were on set most of the time at the same time. Um, yeah, them I them I saw a lot. Me and Genesis a few times on set at the same time, mm-hmm. and Nicole. Uh, Vanessa, sorry, <laughs> was um, that last scene in last night's episode. Um, we were hanging out in the in the house we were shooting that, or in the the flat we were shooting that. Nice. I think it's funny though. Like, so you were in the you're in the house. You you killed the guy. You made him have a heart attack. Yet you didn't take Project Utopia, which I thought that was the whole point. Yeah. So you as Nick, you were just thinking to get out, not be seen, just focused. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have a one-track mind, you know. It's mm-hmm. protect, protect Brooke. I'm not. I'm not much of the planner. I'm more of the, uh, you know, the muscle. Muscle. Yes, exactly. Well, the problem is it would take time for him to look for it because he didn't necessarily see it when he came in, and with Vanessa coming in the door, he didn't have time to go look for it. Because I have yeah. wondered if Nick would have grabbed it on the way out, but he doesn't know it's there, and it's not exactly a giant neon sign on the file. Like you have to actually be looking at it. I think. Yeah. Nick probably would have looked through the house if Vanessa hadn't came in. Yeah, she completely surprised me. I mean, I, I thought I had time. I was taking care of it, and all of a sudden she walks in. So I actually thought you were really distracted her. Um, we have some questions on what are Nick's abilities. So right now he just has some extreme strength. Are there other abilities that we'll see later? Well, strength and, and aggression. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you can kind of see that when uh, you know she's trying to get more aggression out of out of John. Yeah, she wants to take some of that. So, um, so there's some mental things there too, but um, but mostly strength, and, uh, and 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 there's mental abilities with it too. Like you see, I built that little pacemaker modified thing. Yes, that was very cool. And you creepy. made that, like that I was did. something Nick did. I did. That's legit. Uh, that's cool. I thought that's what it was too. Like. I just watched too many shows, so, like, there's ways to make a person make it seem like they had a heart attack. So, yep. so as soon as he did, I was like, that's a freaking thing. It's going to make him have a heart attack and die. I knew it. I think I would have gone under a fingernail, though, because just poking the hand, there might be a wound visible later. I'm a True. little concerned that you actually, like, thought of that. <laughs> I was thinking I've that, too. I've seen it on other sense. stuff, Me, know? too. That's, I was thinking that, too. But I was like, I'm not going to nitpick. Like, that, that's a good point. Like, no, they, they actually set that on leverage. Like, there's different ways to... Make a person induce a heart attack, and one of the ways is under the fingernail. Because nobody's gonna look there. True. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have my ways. Um, oh, sorry. No. Fingernails, by the way. But <laughs> Seb Russ in the the chat, he says, I think they are positioning Brooke as the bigger threat. So while John mm-hmm. it won't be good, he'll actually be the lesser necessary evil. And Ivan says, Nick feels like a pet to Brooke than Jonathan. Mm. Do you feel like uh, Nick is a pet to Brooke? Well, from my point of view, she's more like a uh, a creator. I would like the mother maybe figure a little bit, okay. but really yeah. creator, re- really creator, um, which is kind of the same sure. in that sense. Um, yeah, I don't feel like a pet. You know, maybe she looks at me like one, but from my point of view, I mean, she's just she gave me this life. Yeah. Now, Nick seemed to be on just the directive to stop Dr. Myers because um, Vanessa, Brooke acknowledges that Vanessa is important to Griffin. Because um, in the chat room, Casket Fan says, I thought Nick was going to kill Vanessa or at least attack her, and also said that device was cool. I was thinking the same thing. I was actually wondering why he didn't attack her. Yeah, well, he was a real threat. Vanessa's not a threat yet. Yeah, there uh, you go. She's not an acute threat, at least. So that's my big concern. That makes sense. I think that's a good reason, and also, you know, like I said, Brooke has that moment telling Griffin, okay, Vanessa's important to you, because you've gotten closer, so now you actually care about her, which was kind of sad of, like, oh, it was all set up in the first place. But we kind of knew that, though. Not necessarily that they got together for that purpose. Oh, then I just thought it. Oh. (laughs) I didn't think so. I gave a little more benefit of the doubt to them. Well, only because as soon as I found out that Brooke and Griffin were brother and sister, I'm just like, it It had to have been a set. Like, you had, especially, it had to just be a setup. Uh, Seb Russ in the chat says, maybe Nick only kills when necessary or only those that Brooke specifically asks him to. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's all about Brooke. Mm -hmm. I don't think I mind killing. No. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I really don't mind killing, but... But it's it's all about Brooke again. So, I mean, Vanessa might plan her plans in the future. I trust her. You know, if she told me to mm. take on Myers, I trust Brooke. That's a good point. But that brings up an interesting question. So, let's say if Nick's usefulness becomes not necessary, would you protect yourself with the powers that she gave you against Brooke? Mm. I can't even imagine a scenario like that. Um <laughs> No. No. You just okay. let her kill you? Yeah, I mean, she's... Yeah. She's yeah, right. I kind of worship her. Okay. Well, hopefully she won't want to turn on you. Right? <laughs> um, that'd be sad to watch. And then we get... HG shows up to Jack, and he, I'm glad he actually pulls out the gun, because he was very anti-violence and not using that gun. Though he didn't like end up shooting like, him anyways. I was not very confident. Uh, and go bartender Margo, who pulls up the gun. That was great. Um, but Jack gets away, and HG is trying to convince Margo, which is turns out to be Henry's fiance, which is cute. Um, here we go, back to the Dr. Myers. Yeah, we have Vanessa. And, oh, yeah, we, we at first, I don't know about you watching and you, Jonathan, I totally thought Myers was lying to her of, like, it's so long ago. I don't have the information anymore. I'm like, he's lying. Yeah, I was like, you just, like, you can, even his face, I'm like, like, he, like, as soon as he heard Project Utopia, like, he kind of, like, hesitated right? before he even responded. Like, when you, when you see a hesitation like that, you're just like, you know something, but you don't want to say it now. Come on. Well, he said after, too, he didn't want her to, he didn't want 
her to think less of her father. Yes. So that kind of says to me that he, he knew something, yep. but he's afraid to tell her because he cares about her and, and he cared about her father, even if he did some things and, and he just doesn't, he doesn't want to to say bad things about the, the deceased. Sure. But she does kind of find out that her dad's still research. And, but then later when he calls her and goes, Hey, my wife said I was a hoarder and I have all this stuff. Then I didn't feel like maybe he was lying. I think he was just old and didn't remember all that information or in addition to the not wanting to say bad things about Vanessa's father and taint her view of him. Which is the same reason why Vanessa, I mean, Jane and HG kept the whole secret from her that he killed him in. Yeah. yeah it could have been both though, right? I mean, they, he could have not been sure if he had the information, but remembered stuff and not wanted to say about it. True. Yeah. Or he thought of it later, because that's the thing on the spot. Maybe he's, but then he mulls it over. Um, the It was fun when they're trying to figure out what Jane and HG, whether they're trying to figure out 1918, but then they figure out uh, Jack has a son. That's when his son dies. But they didn't have the specifics, so that was interesting. What I'm curious about mm. in that, Okay, so let's say Margot, she survived. Right. Was she pregnant? Because that technically could mean his lineage is True. still happening. But she could have died before she gave birth if she did get pregnant. True. We get into a lot of time travel <laughs> stuff and, like, details of history. <laughs> Thinking too much about this. If you could... Oh, there you go. Jonathan, if you could travel to any time period, when would you travel to and why? Off the... If I had to decide right now, it'd be, like, the late 1800s. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> really did. It's probably a horrible life too. Yeah, but, that's a good answer. Yeah, I really, I really, I don't know. Just I grew up reading like these Louis L'Amour novels and like all the old West and everything. So, um, so it, I have this this set view in my head of it's so romantic. There's so many times I've always loved history. I mean, there's just so many times through history that just seemed like it'd be amazing to witness. Although indoor plumbing is so great. This is very <laughs> true. And modern so medicine. True. Yeah, 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 modern medicine. And too. real dentist. I, I, I fall under category and, medicine and well, cause taking care of it, yes. Because most Westerns, like, their teeth are just rotted. Okay. Like, just be able to take, you know, toothpaste with you, some penicillin and, like, antibiotics. A lot of antibiotics. Um, and then, well, that's it makes sense to go to the... I think that's it's a very romanticized time period that we think of now, but if you go to the nitty gritty of what it would be like, it'd be a little bit rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, hmm? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I love the people in the chat right now. They're like, they think Brooke is seriously going to kill Griffin. Like, it's going to come oh. down to, like, her killing him in, like, the end because she's going to be on that life. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, uh, where are we go? Oh, I like that Vin, um, Jane, Vanessa's like, here's some wardrobe and money that Jane was ready to go back in time without, like, she all she did is put on a jacket <laughs> and, like, bund her hair up. And I'm like, really? I, I did the uh, Time After Time after show, uh, Jonathan. You mean so, Timeless? Timeless. The other. <laughs> so time, it's all time stuff, guys. Ah, timeless after show. And they put so much effort to when they dressed up to go back in time because it was, you stood out. Um, so I just thought it was funny that they're like, here's a jacket. And she's like, okay, I, I'm going to go. I think Jane could pull it off. I mean, I think Jane could pull it off. She does have a timeless look to her that, like, you know, it doesn't matter what time period. Like, she, her haircut's not sp super specific to one yeah. time period. And, I mean, she made it work. Like, nobody really was paying attention anyway during that time period. So, I mean, it worked for her and her advantage because yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but oh, I, that's what I was going to ask you, Jonathan, is how do you think you could time travel the way HG planned it of being just an observer and not interfere? That's brutal. Right? I, that's so hard. I mean, especially if it's like personal, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that's the thing with that, that this episode really gets because like, you know, you have a chance to save your son. And now, you know, it's with John, who's this killer that most of the time you can't empathize with at all. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you have a chance to save your son. I mean, I don't think I could resist that. Something like that. You know, if it was other things, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, you know, if, if it wasn't such a personal thing, but like that situation, I, I don't think I could resist that. Yeah. I like how Martin points out, he's like, you want to stop a man from saving his son. And then, yeah, they have the argument between Jane and H.G. where he's like, no, you cannot go. You're a sexist pig. And he's like, I don't understand how pig. That was a cute joke. <laughs> I'm a Lion King pig. I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what do we have? Oh, yes. Back to Griffin and Brooke talking. I When they're asking, like, why, why would John and Jack go back in time? Because he's a psychopathic narcissist, which I like that. That was a funny description. Um, I mean, it's kind of right. It's about, it's about right. And he wants to see his prodigy. It makes sense. Especially if, like, anybody, if you just go, surprise, you have a child that you had no idea about. Um, and, I mean, for ladies, there's ones where they go, they took your DNA or something like that. <laughs> or in Underworld, they do another way to do it. But um, <laughs> there are ways. And you just go, hey, you have a child. I think everybody would want to be like, what? Like, po- being cl- curious, possibly. Um Oh, I wonder if we're going to see more of this, the the procedure, the the skin tissue stuff. Oh, that was... That was very Freaky cool. awesome. Um, now, the question, too, is the experimenting on uh, Nick's character by Brooke, it's, it's the thing Griffin brings up, is this, like, Dad's research, or is this on the up and up? And she's like, oh, yes, it's all legal and patent and everything, and I'm like, hmm. But it's also her Dad's research. It's, like, the yeah. other side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think any of it's legal. Not the stuff she's doing with me. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's not legal at all. <laughs> I don't trust it, yeah. the But then we point out, and we, we get a little bit more on Griffin and Brooke, and they're like, Vanessa's family destroyed ours, which I really don't like that motive of, like, your family destroyed my family, so I'm going to punish you. Right? When she Even was, though she you was three didn't She was three years old when yeah. it happened. Like, how could she be punished for it? But obviously, yeah. Brooke's a little touched in the head herself, so yes. at that point... I think Brooke's a narcissist herself at that point. Oh, I her, whoa, that's why whoa, her and John get away. Talking about Brooke here. I mean, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> You're like, no, no, no bad mouthing her. I'm not. I'm not bad. I'm just like, she, her and John share a lot of tendencies, which is why mm-hmm. that chemistry was on point enough. Uh, yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're match. Was Nick jealous that Brooke and John uh, had a little good time there? No, a relationship I think is a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just so blindly trust her. Yeah. You know, that um, that I don't think it would even occur to me to to be angry at her or, or think she's doing anything wrong. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, we have the oh, so this is interesting because this is finally where we're getting to see a little bit more that Jack is possibly a good guy because. He likes his son so much because his son is so different. And it's the one good thing he produced. And I like how he points out that he's just, he had a misunderstood life. (laughs) And, you know, 
it was a, it's interesting to hear how a character thinks of themselves because he's like everybody just you know thought I am this way Jack the Ripper and they don't know me and but then I have this son and it's like kind of almost sweet that he wants to more be remembered that he made this hero rather than how horrible he is and I thought that was really cool I was I was hoping that was in John I'm gonna say because mm-hmm. I think I was I was actually pleasantly surprised the fact that he decided that I'm actually proud that you're nothing mm-hmm. like me and that's all you can also be said that's the same thing as like nurture versus nature same yep. way the way he grew up had a role in that as well yeah uh, a couple of people are wondering if this is like trying to redeem John or not well, I am sorry to say for Nick, a lot of people in the chat room are saying that Brooke is just crazy. <laughs> 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 They're bad-mouthing her. Um, we have the... Oh, when Jane shows up in Paris and they find out, you know, it's the cafe. But then I, I actually did feel bad that Jack had to watch his son essentially die. Yeah. It's like you just met him and now you get to watch him die. And it's like, like you can just tell he was heartbroken. Like there was seriously nothing he could have done to stop him from going in there. Not really, except like it just showed I mean, how good of a getting... person Henry was. True. That he's like, I have to go in and help people, no matter if I die or not. Yeah. But felt bad for Margot. Oh yeah. So I'd be like, no, honey, you can't go in. You gotta stay with me. That crying, like, oh, just like, oh, sad. Um, but this is where we get the also huge pivotal moment where Jane tells um Jack like prove it you're a doctor and he actually helps save hg i don't know i was like okay but i feel they have a little bit of a bond even if they don't agree all the time um because yeah like there's like something before there he, before he found out that you know he was jack river they had a very they were close friends. they were very yeah. close and they definitely still have a respect for each other yes which i love like no matter how much they disagree they have a respect for each other even if he's like i'm taking you back and you're going to jail but I respect you as a man, no matter all the bad things you do, because I believe you do have a conscience somewhere mm. in that brain of yours. Oh, we got a good prediction from the chat room. Uh, Seb Ross says, I reckon John will have uh, have a failed redemption arc. He's He'll become a better person, then something will make him turn back to the dark side. Uh, so, Jonathan, does uh, Nick have any redeeming arcs? I feel he's going to be bad most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing with uh, with with John too like what what I'm doing now I mean that I mean what I'm doing kind of defines me at the moment right and and how bad of what I do now and what the consequences of that are could I ever redeem it and that's the whole thing with with Jack and Mm -hmm. John John Jack Jack John um no even if he gets even this redemption becomes something I mean does that make up for how horrible he was before I don't know so the things I'm doing, I mean, I believe in them, and I think they're for a good reason. I mean, you're serving someone who, like, created you, saved you. Um, but uh, is there any coming back from that, even if I think they're the good reasons? Yeah. We have a question in the chat room from Ivan. He says, how much did Brooke experiment on Nick, and did she take away his humanity? Mm. Yeah, she changed my my emotional side some. I mean, like, she she's worked on going, like, when she was trying to take DNA from from John, it was for those reasons. I mean, I was stronger than John, mm-hmm. but was a little more psychopath maybe. Um, so she she definitely worked on me a little there to to keep my uh, to keep my emotions and and my drive a certain way. Yeah, he seems a bit less 
uh, it just is aggression, but other emotions don't seem to be there. That he seems a little more even keel of, uh, he has his mission, he's going to do it, and like nothing will distract him. Yeah, yeah, one track mind all the way. Best little henchman kind to have. I'm a tool. <laughs> it was no emotional that. remorse. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we get the super sweet moment with HG, and he's being treated in Vanessa's home. He gets back in time. We're all like, oh, good, he's not going to die, which we all didn't think he's going to die. They have too many more episodes to do. But <laughs> he has the line, fate has brought us together, and the hardest, the thing that's going to hurt the most is when I have to say goodbye to you. We have talked on the show how much we're like, aw, HG wins all the cutesy romantic lines. And he's so high on, like, drugs. It's so cute. It's just very sweet. So do you sit there and you say aw when you're watching, Jonathan? I was, I was definitely aw. That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. They're like, do you, do you want to see them together? That scene, I was like, aw. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said aw because, you know, I have to be tough all the time. Yeah. But, <laughs> But on the inside, I was like awing with like eighteen W's. Oh, okay. that's a that's a that's a lot of W's. <laughs> Sir, are you a hopeless romantic? Yeah. On the inside, I, yeah, yeah, inside. Aw, yeah. long walks on the beach, candlelit dinner by moonlight, carriages through Central Park. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, we get the other little bit too. We got Griffin and Brooke talking again, and how yeah, Jack, Itchy, and the Time Machine are all back. And it's interesting that Griffin isn't happy that she had Myers killed. I think he doesn't want a body count going around, but it, it kind of showed that he's not as quick to violence and murder the way Brooke is. Yeah, and it's funny because he's a soldier, so he's seen it. So at that point, like, his humanity is really... Yeah. He really does... I think he really... That's all I think that right now that part of the episode is his redeeming quality. Mm-hmm. In the entire episodes we've seen so far, that was Griffin's only, I think, redeeming quality at this point. Right. And then the only last little bit, too, is we have Vanessa has the Project Utopia files, and John Stevenson's name is on them. But we're all like, well, how'd they get the DNA from her father's time period? So that's a very good question. Um, so, Jonathan, where what other projects do you have coming up that people can look forward to? You mentioned you'll have a couple more episodes on the show, which is great. We look forward to seeing those. Yeah. Um, nothing on film coming up soon. But um, but I'm on social media, so you could stay up with me, and I'll uh, I'll keep everyone updated. Nice. And if uh, for those of the people listening, because we do have a little lower third for people watching, but those listening, where can they find you online? Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at J Milek, uh, J M I E L E C. Uh oh. Um, you can answer this. Well, what is your guess on this question? Uh, well, I've been Ivan in the chat says I've been wondering this for a while. If John is pushed, would he be able to kill HG? Do you think John could kill HG? I think he's got a soft spot for him. Mm. So, ultimately, John's a self-preservation kind of guy, so it'd depend how far he was pushed. But I think HG's the last person he would kill. True, I agree. Sib in the chat says, Yeah, John is not the best source of personality for a loyal soldier. Sure, he's a killer, but his narcissism makes him virtually impossible to control, which Brooke finds out. Right? Like, he's like, that's one part. I think that's, I, I also think that's why she took his DNA to figure out if it was able to control his DNA in a way in somebody else. Well, then I guess Nick is the example of that. True. 
Or if she can combine stuff, get the aggression and the loyalty mm. and, you know, and kind of splice it all together. Yeah. She's smart. She can do anything. <laughs> uh, do you uh, have any funny stories or uh, interesting stories to tell from set? Josh is hilarious. Like, I kept trying to be angry and he'd keep cracking me up. I think the first scene, like, where I where I was in uh, last week's episode, mm-hmm. um, so we're going through it, and he's like, who's this big, sexy man candy on top of me while I'm trying to be, like, all angry? <laughs> so that was, uh, that, that was, yeah, it was hard to, like, it was... and then he cracked me up. Nice. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun, though. That's fun. Uh, Billy Jean, the chat says, I don't think John can kill HG. Also agrees, so. I nice. kind of agree, too. Yeah. Well, we would ask you for predictions, but you kind of know where it's going. And you can't so. tell us, so. Yeah. No. Um, what can I say? I just, I, I, I like how they're bringing, like, classic stories to life. Mm-hmm. I like how they're exploring, like, you know, the different sides of personality. You know, bad people with some good in them. Does that really make them good, though? Mm-hmm. And the, and the, the opposites, how they're, they coexist. Like, HG was just... Like such a sweet guy, is that the right word? I don't sure. know. Next to uh, next to uh, Jack, it's a nice pairing. Uh, apparently, chat room thinks it's glad to hear that Jack the Ripper is really a funny person in real life. Yeah, he's hilarious. He, he was absolutely hilarious. Is he a prankster on set? Um, yeah, I didn't get pranked. I didn't get pranked at all. But um, but yeah, that I just couldn't keep a straight face. It was something for everything. He's quick. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, did you have any any other uh, final comments on the show? No, I'm I'm glad everyone's liking it a lot. It was so much fun to do. Um, even though I was super hungry for for the episodes <laughs> where I had to not wear a shirt, like uh, when they were done, I just I think I gained like ten pounds in like a day. But <laughs> <laughs> it really did. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so glad everyone's liking it, and I'm so happy how it came out. It was so fun to do, and, you know, just to see the end result coming out good is just really nice. Yeah, we're huge fans here, and that's why we're on the show. Um, did you Ooh. have anything to add, Shay? Uh, Prediction-wise, or just well, less comments-wise? We'll say goodbye before predictions. Um, I love Jill, so I'm going to keep <laughs> saying it until... I Like, I, I seriously kind of want him to take her back to 1893. That's a. Would you? Would you go? Would you? If you were HG, Jonathan, would you take Jane back with you? Yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic. You can't. Aww. You can't split that up. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you so much for talking with us, Jonathan. It was real fun to hear your perspective on the show and uh, behind thank the scenes stuff. Me. Thank you for having me. You guys are great. Thank, thank you. you. So yeah, guys, go follow him on Instagram. You have posted some fun photos from set too, which is great as well. I, I did. I'll keep them coming. Oh, they, in the chat, they said hashtag hangry. So, uh, you know. <laughs> We're like casket fans all about the hashtags, and we love that person it's for great. it. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much, and have a good evening, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Yeah, looking forward to it. Have a great night. You Thanks. too. Bye. Bye, guys. And uh, let's do a couple of real quick predictions while the computer switches over. Um, okay. I was yeah. Like, oh, sorry. I'm laughing. Ivan says maybe Brooke is Doctor Moreau, which is on the. You know that. Okay. I'll just. I'm. I got a prediction of. I. I don't think 
Jonathan gave it away, but the way he said, um, you know, pointing out how Brooke does experimentation and, you know, maybe his backstory and the kind of experimentation Brooke is doing, I'm like, oh, she's essentially Dr. Moreau, which is a really funny idea on the side note, like looking at it another way, that HG is getting all his ideas for his books now and taking them back. Which is a cool way to look at time travel is in terms of he's, it is fate and destiny that he has to come here because that's how he gets all the ideas and takes them back. So, I was thinking that I like too. That. makes a lot of sense. It's a cool way to do it. I still think um, she's like, I, I also don't think Nick's the only one for some reason. Maybe. Is there more? Yeah, there I think more? so too. Um, so again, thanks to our guest, Jonathan Milek. So guys, go follow him on social media. And I've seen a couple of the photos and uh, there's photos with uh, Jack and on the table and shirtless. So... And if not, if that's not your thing, there's other cool photos from set as well. So, he is so we awesome. want to support our guests. Uh, and so what predictions do you have? Uh, my prediction, hopefully, maybe HG takes Jane back for like a visit at least mm-hmm. to 1893 just to see, you know, that time period and get sure. some more jail moments going. Um, Vanessa dumps Griffin or Griffin protects Vanessa in some way. Does he come to the light side? He kind of goes, I, I need to step away, which is possible. Aw, Sabras says, yeah, he's a real lazy writer. No, no, he just gets his inspiration from now and takes it back with him. Because it's more not necessarily the, he copied the whole concept. He just got the inspiration from today. Which just makes saying. a lot of sense. Like, it's a neat idea to think of, um you know where that person gets inspiration from especially when it's something written so long ago all right um you what what do you think what your prediction oh that just the the dr moreau idea that maybe that's the inspiration that's kind of it um i really hope vanessa either griffin comes to the light side and leaves the what he's doing or they have to break up because i think she's going to find out um the show is moving fast which is good in terms of like they the show by episode well it's five they finally addressed all of our concerns of like well wait hg and jane liking each other but what are you gonna do about it in terms of like he can't necessarily stay here and she can't totally go back there so how are they gonna work that out so i'm glad that this huh (laughs) well i'm glad this the show addressed it because it's something we the audience has have thought about and i like when shows do that it's like if i'm thinking about it you know, I, I just, like the show I, says something. I just don't know how I feel about the fact that Griffin was the one that first brought it up because I just felt like that was such a shady thing to do. Like he wanted to create doubt on purpose, right? We'll like, he, like he didn't do it out of the goodness of his heart, obviously, just to yeah. make that statement known. Yeah. So, but I still I think mean, Griffin we'll is shady uh, AF. We really do. <laughs> Hashtag but... shady as a, shady AF. <laughs> but maybe, um. like Ivan says, maybe he sacrifices himself. So, um, for you know, for Vanessa, in a way. Uh, Robert in the chat says, it's interesting that John would be concerned about his son redemption or, um, you know, narcissism. Um, I think he was just curious, too. If, I think he's a narcissist. So it's, like, another version of him. And he's like, does he look like me? And, you know, what is he like? Is he like me? That's all the emphasis on the narcissism. Me kind of a thing. <laughs> um... So anyway, uh, I think that's it. Uh, where can people find you online and what other shows do you have going on? Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me tomorrow on Bull, Thursday at Powerless. Sometimes I feel on Riverdale on Thursdays as well. And starting Fridays, I'm starting 13 Reasons Why. And we have the author coming in with our first episode. So it's going to be awesome. Sweet. 
And uh, thank you so much for watching, guys. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And uh, go check out my Twitter and Instagram because I have been giving away some anime gift bag prizes from screenings. So it's a way to get free stuff, just saying. And uh, other shows you can catch me on um, Sunday nights, Box Office Breakdown, where we talk about what movies came out over the weekend. Obviously, time after time on Mondays. Wednesdays, The Magicians and Legion, which is the finale this week. Thursday, The Expanse. And starting in a couple weeks is going to be The Handmaid's Tale. And uh, make sure to give the video a thumbs up, five stars on iTunes. Comment down below your thoughts on the episode because we love to hear your thoughts for those of you who aren't watching this live. And just so you know, for next time, if you get it, if you're able to, we do have a live chat, which thank you so much for talking with us. It really helps fill out the show. And again, thank you to Jonathan, our guest. It was real fun to talk with him. And I think that about covers it. So thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you all next week. As our Bye. picture fades. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 